everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. I am uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready, ready to talk about this wonderful, wonderful episode. You're not, you're not sending me messages in the newspaper to record a pot okay hi guys we are brought to you by supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two dollars a month you get access to all of our bonus content uh tons of back matter there appreciate everyone who does support us this week's episode is my mother the carjacker episode eabf18 originally aired november 9th 2003 Written by Michael Price, directed by Nancy Cruz, received a twelve point no six point eight rating with twelve point four million viewers, ranked number thirty, and it finished behind a rerun of Three Gays of the Condo that aired right after it. Well, I mean that makes sense to me, I guess. Um, you, I, considering this, all this episode has its novelty. I don't know how it. I don't. Here's my thesis statement. Well, actually, okay. Let me okay. get this. Let me first guest star Glenn Close, obviously, as Mona Simpson. I shouldn't say obviously, obviously, because later on they do have Mona appear as a ghost or whatever, and it's not Glenn Close. So I, for so far, that's when she had to actually have seven or eight lines. Yeah. Um, my thesis for this episode, Matt, this episode was created to make commercials about this episode. That makes sense because they wanted something big to happen. Oh, we're going to bring back Homer's mom. And they never gave any thought to how that's going to work. Or why, other than ratings. Like, there's no reason, this episode does not give us a reason why Mo- Mona comes back. There's no character reason for Mona to come back. There's no pressing issue for Mona nope. to come back. It is literally just to get ratings. Like, it is, this is, it's already started. Like, this is the thing that will continue throughout the algae, the latter, the latter algae and run of the show up until this very day, where there's multiple episodes a season, which are just gimmicks. They're just novelties. They're just something that is, uh, like, they had the, oh, Homer does live action. They had the, the bit where Dan Castaneda wore uh, the mocap stuff, and then this, they had Homer answer live questions live on air that happened last season, season 30. And it's there's just multiple episodes here that are just that. They're just like, oh, Marge and Homer break up for real this time. Except, no, of course not. That's not for real this time. Um, and this is no different. This is a Mona comes back. Except there's no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. We start. And how they get her there is just the just uh, dumbest thing ever. It's really. This Sorry. episode also very dumb. Like, just really stupid. So, Marge wants the family. Their family's doing chores outside. That's how we start this episode. Family wants... It's just, again, another nonsensical... Like, what's... When you trace, like, the beginning of this episode to where they get, you're like, what? Uh, Marge wants all the family to suddenly watch TV. Everyone's very confused by this, but... Uh, and they think it's a trick. Marge chases them inside with a hose. And... She wants them to sit down and watch TV. And she wants them to watch TV is because she is being featured on the news today as part of the Oops Patrol. <laughs> the irrepressible hundred-year-old skydiver will be buried as soon as his body is found. Now it's time for the Channel 6 Oops Patrol. This week, one eagle-eyed viewer spotted this hilarious headline. 
Mayor unveils erection to cheering crowd. <laughs> this week's Oops Patrol t-shirt goes to... Whom? Whom? Mrs. Marge Simpson of Springfield. Ta-da! Mom made the Oops Patrol. Hot damn! Bart, you're not at school. Don't swear. <laughs> what an amusing t-shirt, Marge. <laughs> I'll trade you for a tote bag that says Prozac. No, thanks. I'm wearing my cure for depression. Come on, give me that shirt. I'll put you at the top of the heart transplant list. My heart is fine. It could always be a little better. Honey, this is your moment in the sun, and I couldn't be more pleased for your happiness. <laughs> why was I born? Yes, Homer, why were you born? If that's all you want out of life, maybe it's okay that you, you're not born. Uh, yeah, so, I don't It's. I mean, this is fine, Matt. Like, this is, again... The, the least offensive part of the episode, I, I guess, because it's like, it's just fluff. Mm -hmm. It's just, oh, it's fun, empty plot. You know, we're, Homer is jealous of Marge's new t-shirt. So he, now he wants to get the shirt. First, he, he wears her shirt, stretches it out, cause it, and it still doesn't fit him. Um, which, not cool, Homer. No, that's a very jerk move. Don't do that. That's her shirt. Wear your own shirts. Um... So Homer decides he is going to find the next weird, funny headline. Uh, we get a, a, a bit where he just reads depressing headlines to the family and they just no-sell it because they're just normal headlines. Someone's missing. I think there's a Jay Leno joke in here somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. of Jay Leno's headlines thing, which you can't really... That's a segment that hasn't really aged well. It doesn't really work anymore. Um... But Homer, he's getting more and more obsessed. We have, like, a little montage of him, like, he is compiling all these newspapers. Are they all Springfield newspapers? I don't know. But he's putting pasting them up on the walls. It's like, you know, it's conspiracy theory, you know, uh, Charlie Day looking crazy kind of uh, moment. And Homer's starting to, like, see things in the papers, starting to lose his mind a little bit. And then he thinks he's found a secret message. In the newspaper. Art, wake up. The newspaper's talking to me. Oh, relax. I'm sure it's just your brain going crazy. I wish. Look at this headline. Someone or something knows I love oversized food and short, punchy articles. So they hid a message in the first letter of each line. See? Homer, meet me 4th Street Overpass, midnight. Wait a minute. This is today's paper. That meeting is tonight. Don't tell me you're actually going. Art, I don't know what this is, but sometimes you've just got to go with your gut. You always go with your gut. This time, why don't you listen to your brain? All right, I will. That's why I don't listen to my brain. And away we go! Psst. Hey, pal. Hey, buddy. Wake up. Want to go on an adventure with your old man? Ugh. No. You have no choice. I did. I like that bit. That's. I. I thought that was a good gag. Oh, the part where it's like, oh yeah, you have uh, no Bart, choice. Yeah, Bart is. It looks like Bart's sleeping in bed, but then he realizes he's sleeping in the car. It's a good side gag. It, you know, it's. It, it I, I will applaud the things they do. They do right. There's a couple of jokes in here that I like. Uh, that's one of them. But they're already on their way to meet this 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 mysterious newspaper meeting in the middle of the night, literally. Under a bridge. And, um... 
It's okay, Robbie. Just breathe. You can get through this. I I just don't. Okay. So Homer has discovered this message and he is going to go meet this person. So they go meet. They go to this. They go to the meeting spot. He has Bart with him and they wait for this mysterious stranger to emerge. And they soon see that it's Mona. Grandma! Oh, Bart, are you still a little Hellraiser? Yes, um. Mom, you're back! Just like you were back before. Then you left me again. I love you so much, but it's so hard for me to trust you. Oh, what the heck? Give me a hug, you. Homer, you're hugging a bum. I know, I'm working my way up to you. Hey, give me back my wine! (laughs) Sorry about all the cloak and dagger, Homer, but the government is still after me for what I did in the 60s. They're probably tapping your phones and reading your mail. (laughs) I think the government has better things to do than to read my mail. Most people write letters to movie stars. The Simpson guy writes to movies. Dear Die Hard, you rock. Especially when that guy was on the roof. P.S. Do you know Mad Max? To reach you, I called up my friends in the liberal media and planted that story about the giant pizza. You sure know me, Mom. Pizza was the first food he choked on. Aww. So why are you back in town? I saw this macaroni pencil holder Homer made me, and I realized how much I missed him. I made this when I was five. I had to do something. Your pencils were all over the place. Hey, it was the 60s. It was the 60s, Robbie. Your pencils were everywhere. Everyone's were. Um, can I, like, protest? Can I, can I just, like, sit out? Sit, like... Good idea to me. I, okay, I just want to point... One, complete stupid, idiotic plot hole that I guess we're just supposed to ignore... That with this hand waving explanation, where Mona's like, "Oh yeah, pizza is Homer. Homer loves pizza. It's his first food he choked on. So that's why I put I slipped a, a story in to newspaper that only he could find." When does Homer read newspapers? Homer doesn't. Uh, and in fact, as we saw in the new episode, he doesn't even get his mail most of the time. So this was a very last ditch effort apparently with Mona. Maybe she's been hanging out underneath that bridge every day for the past several months trying to get in touch with Homer, hoping that he would read, but who knows? Like, it, I, it, again, it's just so, like, that's the way we connect it? Whatever. That's actually, mine, honestly, it's minor compared to this. Why does Mona come back in contact with Homer? You remember why she came back to him? Why she came back the first time, Matt, in Mother Simpson? Uh, why did she come back the first time? Oh, because she thought Homer was dead. She literally she came back because she thought her son had died. That was that's, the only reason she came back. That's that's the that's the that's what it needed. That's what t- that's what it took for her to leave her exile, basically, and come back. Is she thought Homer had died? And she wanted to pay respects. This time, she comes back because she saw a pencil holder. Well, each time it's a little easier, Robbie, obviously. I'm not, like, I'm not saying that in real life, in real life, it, you could, it could easily be Mona is really sad and she misses her son. She wants to see him. That is a good answer for real life. But for your cartoon show that needs a plot... Why not make it something dramatic? 
Why not make it, oh, I need to tell, I needed to tell you something. You're in danger. I needed to tell you something. I'm in danger. I need your help. Homer, I need your help. Set some stakes. Give us a, a something, a hard reason. Something she needed to do. Not, oh, I saw a pencil holder. Well, of course, because otherwise she comes back for no particular reason and gets into deep trouble. Because once again, she is still a fugitive. Right. Although, even though the only person who cares is Mr. Burns. Okay. So, Mona is now there. Now they're eating at a diner. They're, she's so concerned about being found out, they just immediately go to a, a, a public place and eat. Why? Are, am I, Mona's been on the run for her entire life? Does she, and now she's in the place where she committed the crime? Why on earth would she go to a, just a public place to eat? Why don't they just go back to the Simpson house? Or why don't they leave town? Go to Shelbyville and eat. Matt. Because, Robbie, then the plot wouldn't happen. Uh, okay. And then that's okay, Robbie, I, you, gotta, you gotta look at it this way. This is the exact reason so many men get caught cheating on their wives. Because they're lazy. Homer knows this diner. He likes this diner. And his mom is willing to do whatever. Are you working for them, Matt? Are you working for the Simpsons? Are yes, they, I am. Uh, did the Egg Council get to you, too? <laughs> they absolutely did. How did you know the Egg Council got to me? So we get the the actual best joke in this episode, which is Dear Die Hard, Ma- Dear Die Hard, do you know Mad Max? <laughs> That's the actual best that is joke. So true. It's the best joke in this episode. So they go, uh, they they go to a diner, and immediately, Matt, immediately, they are spotted by the cops, the police. Uh, there is a at least there there is another good line in here where, uh, where I believe. Eddie is immediately like, oh, that's that's Mona Simpson. Uh, we should go get her. And Quimby's like, well, if you're wrong, you and you and uh, Lou have to kiss each other. Again. <laughs> and then and Eddie is no. Eddie's like, he's like, I think you can only do that once, chief, which is a that's a really interesting. Again, there's a lot of incidental dialogue with between the cops that I enjoy, probably because it's not connected to this terrible plot with Mona. So. The cops go into the run in they they are in the diner they try they try and catch Mona but then Homer and Bart and Mona drive away directly into the police station like literally crashes the car into it uh-huh yeah and your point being like why well you see Robbie the plot wouldn't happen that's, unless they did that n- that's not true Matt that is 100% not true it's waste it's filler this is filler Yes, yes, it is. This is filler because what? How does this episode? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna jump right to the third act, the end of Act Two. Honestly, what happens, Matt? Where does Mona go? Well, you see, Robbie, Mona goes to court. She goes to prison. That is what well, happens at the end. Court. That's what happens. There is no trial in the second time, Matt. She just goes immediately to prison because that's all they want her to be. They just want they have this big set piece at the end, and that's all they had. So. Oh, Mona's in prison at the end, and Homer has to go break her out. So, if she's going to be to- fair, unless they had posted bail, Mona would be transferred to prison until she did her appearance in court. Regardless. That's what Homer is getting her back from. Regardless, Matt, she ends up in prison. So why does she need? Because right now she goes to jail, then gets out on a, tr- then has goes to trial, and then the case is dismissed, and then. She ends up back in prison again. So why catch her now? Like, why Why don't they 
they don't need this all this it's a waste it's there's nothing there's she ends up in the same place anyway why spend well because okay i can i can almost defend this they have to raise the stakes because what they're trying to do is oh this is going to resolve we brought mona back because we're going to make it so that she is in homer's life again okay we brought her back we're going to clear her name and then she's going to show up as a regular character which obviously couldn't happen because it's not like they're going to get glenn close for every episode they want her in okay obviously that's not going to happen but that's what you want you as the viewer to think oh this is going to be i don't know if i want to call it a status quo change but something along those lines instead what they're doing is setting you up for oh yes you know we have gotten her back she's now in homer's life maybe she'll be every episode but she'll be around sometimes but no then they snatch the rug out from underneath you they they want they're setting you up to hurt you all it does is look lazy and wasteful like this is not efficient storytelling it's 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 sad so they immediately they they immediately crush the car into the police station and mona's arrested we go to commercial seven minutes and 59 seconds in okay so as robbie said mona is now jail prison i know those are different things but in the simpsons world it doesn't matter mona is going to trial uh, we learn this because we get to see uh, kent brockman doing his newsman thing and he shows some stock fo- uh, montage footage of the 60s which is uh, what a shrill, pointless decade, which, you know, I mean, that's true for some of it. Kent Brockman, but the whole moon landing thing is going to put, put that off. Matt, again, whatever this can you explain to me the joke of this stock montage of the 60s, which takes up roughly 30 seconds? Uh, the joke is that it's the same footage everyone everywhere uses. So therefore, it's funny that the Simpsons are going to use it and call out they're They're making a meta commentary on everyone using the same exact footage for the 60s all the time. That is worth it. I disagree. Okay. I think maybe spend that 30 seconds, like, writing character somewhere. Other than, like, this is not a funny joke. Uh, It's certainly not a joke that's worth 30 seconds of your time. So maybe have some more time with Mona and Homer in here somewhere? Like, you have Glenn Close. Maybe use her instead of wasting time with bad jokes. Well, I mean, that would be amazing. But... You know. Anyway, so we get to the court scene. Uh, Gil, for some reason, is representing Mona. Uh, in fact, his license is about to expire because, uh, of course, it's Gil, and we have to, you know, raise the stakes artificially because that's how the Simpsons work these days. Uh, Lisa uh, is on the stand originally, uh, and there's a a extended joke where she says, "Oh, Bart is more dangerous than Mona," and then Bart wants to go ape on his sister and somehow convinces the judge. To say yes, uh, oh, oh, you're you're allowed to give her an Indian burn because he was abused by his sister. Again, completely out of nowhere, extended joke sequence that lasts almost a minute for a dumb joke, and then we find out oh, the judge's wife left him this morning. Like, why is all of this here? This is these are not good <laughs> jokes. I just uh. that's that's what I'm saying, Matt. This is a, that's why I say at the beginning this episode is made to make a commercial. Because the commercial for this episode is probably like, <gasps> Mona's back! And look, Glenn Close, she's returned! And then you watch this, and then they just have, like, Mona is a background character for this entire trial, which is full of jokes about Gil and bad uh, Indian bird jokes with Bart and Lisa, and they're, and like, why? And like, we get all this judge stuff, like, it just, and it's a it's just filler. It's just getting us to that. And they had what they had was an in action set piece where, oh, Mona and there's, you know, Homer escaping from prison. But they had nothing else. And they're just like, oh, she goes to trial. And we have this joke about uh, 
because uh, it's a waste. It's filler. It's just getting us to the end. That's all they're trying to do. It's getting there as quickly as possible with as little exactly. work it's like, as possible. They have they have these these few beats that they have set out. Okay, Mona's going to come back. Mona's going to get in trouble. Mona's going to get cleared. Mona's going to get in trouble again. That's all they do. And then they have to fill in the middle with jokes. And they're bad jokes, but they're just like, hey, why not? So at this point, uh, we have no reason for Mona to be released. Uh, she is going to be convicted about what happened before and she's going to go to jail again for a really long time and it's it's going to be terrible but homer comes up with an amazing speech that wins the day i barely know my mother and every time i see her she's taken away again and when a man doesn't have his mother he winds up like me i mean i'm due back in the same courtroom three times today hell i torched a blood bank one cookie my ass please Please give me back my mommy. <laughs> Your Honor, there is no way we can find this defendant guilty. Although I will miss the jury room cold cuts and the quality in more than lived up to its name. Case dismissed. So, yes, uh, at this point, there's a sideshow Mel goes on for almost another minute which I initially captured and, then re- captured and then realized how stupid it was about how he's going to miss certain aspects of jury duty, but not others. Yeah. Yeah, again, like more, it's just filler. Like the mouth stuff is not particularly funny. It's just like, it's literally the same joke. It's like, oh, I miss things about a thing that is normally everyone hates. Mm-hmm. That's a joke. That The joke is, oh, Mel, he likes, jur- he likes things about jury duty. And then I'm going to just keep coming up with new Which, ones. Wasn't it uh, Bart, uh, the Freddie Quimby episode? It didn't Homer? We have a whole episode about Homer liking and not liking jury duty. Yeah, because he he liked getting to watch Sea uh, World, Sea World, uh, 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 whatever the whale movie, Free Willy, Free Willy, and then free free this, free that. Yeah, exactly that. But I mean, that yeah. was quicker. So it was also in the middle of a Mona Simpson episode, and instead we get another like four minutes of this trial waste of wasting time of nothing of nothing it doesn't matter nothing none of this matters nothing really matters robbie in fact nothing really matters um don't don't indulge my nihilism at this point man i need to fight that off robbie i would love to fight your nihilism but this episode i'm giving in that's just it oh no that's the way it's gonna work (laughs) oh god that's what this was. So, okay, Simpson I'm not really going to give it. I'm the, I'm the chipper happy voice in this podcast, damn it. Simpsons induced nihilism. Yeah. Okay, so uh, at this point, thanks to Homer's speech, uh, the jury does not convict Mona. She gets uh, let off. Burns is upset, but, you know, he has some ether to make him feel better that his, his rich man ego was not uh, kowtowed to. Uh, Mona pledges to be a better mom. Uh, and then we get a long montage of her doing mom slash grandma stuff that she wasn't able to do. Uh, she they recreate Bart being born. She sees Homer in a play. She teaches him how to ride a bike into traffic, which, hey, if Homer's run over by a car, it made me feel better about this episode. But whatever. Uh, and then for some reason, Homer takes her to Moe's, uh, I guess, because uh, he was friends with all of these kid people when they were kids. And we'll you'll see. Hey, guys, I brought my mom. Lenny Leonard, I haven't seen you since you were this high. I could jump off the high dive. Carl Carlson, I remember when you, Lenny, and Stevie McGregor were like the three musketeers. Yeah, poor Stevie. They never found his head. Mrs. Simpson, when you took off, you left a hole in Homer's heart that he's been trying to fill with alcohol for 20 years. God bless you. 
So yes, as we can see, uh, Mo is very happy uh, that Mona left, but uh, we find out that Lenny and Carl had an old friend named Stevie that died from getting his head <laughs> got decapitated. Apparently, yeah. Uh, I, I, Matt, there's the you know get this montage of Mona being a, a mom to Homer, mm-hmm. and then this bit at Mo's. It is all the same joke. It is look at M- Homer do childlike things. That makes everyone happy, right? Homer doing childlike things. If it was, if this, okay, Matt, if this was in, if this montage was ensconced in a structurally better episode, an episode that made sense in any other shape, way, or form, I wouldn't care. I'd probably be like, oh, that's fine. But because it's in the middle of a bunch of nonsense, I'm just like, I don't want it. I, I'm, I don't need your, your filler again. This is supposed to be a moment where we're like, oh, Homer and Mona bonding. You guys did this already. It's called Mother Simpson. Mm-hmm. I will just go watch you that. It, you did it better, so don't bring it back like that. Why? Yeah, why is this? I've seen this episode before, and it was much better the first time. Why are you doing this? Because they hate us, Robin. I guess that's true. It feels like it. They're, they traveled forward. They traveled into the future to make us pain. Yep, that's exactly right. So, yes, uh, that's where we are at this point. Uh, Mona moves in with the family uh, into a, a new room that has been added onto the house that Homer has stolen from Flanders. The Simpsons goes cartoony from time to time, and I'm generally okay with that. But what? Like, what? <laughs> he stole an entire room from Flanders? And if Flanders is okay with it, he just wants his photo albums back. I... And this is not even close to the worst joke in this episode, so I vote that we just move past it. <laughs> okay, that's fine with me, Matt. I'm not gonna... I just I don't want this episode to be that long because we are constantly bitching about stuff. I mean, so, I don't know what you like. I don't. I don't know if you've ever listened to this show, man. I know that's kind of this. That's what we do now. This is this is what we are. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's... We just have to claim so, this. We have to. We have to own this identity. Just make it. Make it us. Take. Just take possession of it. Uh, okay. So Pride. at this point, uh, Burns has decided he wants to reconcile with Mona, and to do that. He is changing the germ warfare lab into the Mona Simpson uh, kid interactive fun something or other great trivia question for the future. Just throwing that out there. Some terrible name. Uh, and he's he is inviting the entire town to watch it happen and invited Mona to be the guest of honor. Unfortunately, it's a trap. Grandma Simpson, will you be the first to sign the museum's guest book? It'd be a real pleasure. You know, when I was on the run, I always had to sign a fake name. Like when I visited a state park. Indeed. How about a national park? Why, yes. I've got it all on this dictabelt. Move in, boys. What's going on? Supplying false information on a national park register is a federal offense, which you've committed at every national park from Acadia to Zion. You're going away for a long time, Mrs. Simpson. Or should I call you Anita Bonghit? No! I can't lose my mother again! No! <laughs> yes, and that is pretty much how we end Act 2. Uh, like I said, and Robbie brought up earlier, Mona has been cleared. Now Mona is going back to jail because we just can't get away from this idea that Homer is Homer's mother is being taken away from him. Robbie, I'm going to skip to how this episode can be better. Is this episode broken? Obviously, this episode is broken. It's so very broken. But I want to propose a way this episode could be better. 
if rather than having Mona get arrested again and break out and Homer thinks she's dead slash alive slash whatever that we'll get to, what if they're just Mona leaves and we, we kind of find out that it wasn't really because, you know, she was super scared. She just she just kind of didn't want to be a mom. And, and, you know, she gets overwhelmed by all of this mom stuff, which is a very legit reaction to, you know, something that all, not a lot of people sign up for, especially people who are housewives in like the 50s and 60s. And then Homer can have a complicated relationship with his mother, uh, knowing now that it wasn't entirely because she had to go on the run. It was because she craved that freedom uh, of hippie life. And then this episode could have meant something. It could have had a different outcome than Mother Simpson, and we would have a reason for this episode to exist. That sounds like a great idea. Um, I was hoping you'd, you'd, you'd break my theory, and then I'd be like, oh, well, I no, guess... Uh, I mean, no, I mean, like, I, you're, that is... you. That's all, And all you have to change is that she doesn't get caught a second time, and you salvage this episode largely yeah. like there's still i don't think it's perfect in that in that case but i think it's a much better like oh she actually is yeah like you and you just have that progression of character like i ideally that is what you do with a recurring guest character like that is a way to have it so that oh mona has actually changed and because she's not uh a, a repeat she's not a a a a, a regular character because she only would appear once every five years or whatever, you can make big changes to her. And so, and this is the time where, and now, and now Homer can again have that sad kind of melancholic ending. And now it's a little bit more complicated because he realizes it's not necessarily just because of this crime that she has been, she wants to leave. It's because, and it lets Glenn Close like flex her acting ability. You know, the thing she's really oh, good yeah. at. Because oh, she, Robbie, real quick, real quick. I want to, I want to add a complication. Oh, Mona leaves. Marge is the one who catches her, and it's up to Marge to whether to tell Homer, you know, why his mother left, and oh. she has to have a a crisis of some type. Ah. Whether he can, she she tells Homer that his mother left him on purpose, or whether you know he believes that something happened to her again. See, Matt, again, can you? That is way more thought than they put into this episode because that is complicated and complex and gives these characters depth and nuance instead of them just being cartoons which is what this episode treats them like um yeah that's sorry a good- i forgot to, i forgot to mention that as as they're they're taking uh, mona away in the car uh they keep stopping and letting homer catch up with the mess he runs after them and then join password and they even call this out of, oh you're being a jerk to a guy who just had his mom taken away and then they laugh and they do it and like they do it like six times, and that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not this is not Bob Sideshow Bob of the Rake. This is it's not funny the first time. It's not funny the second time. It's not funny any times. And they, again, filler. This and it's just these long gags that are just empty, and they just let them. Oh well, we needed something that's going to take up a lot of time. Well, this does it. Um, we come back from commercial. Fifteen minutes of twenty seconds in. Homer's sad because his mom's gone again going to prison um I, and also she goes to prison because she gave a false name to a national park registry don't think that well, obvious or that's a felony that's worth a year in jail at least i don't i don't one i don't think they keep track of that stuff like oh I, obviously she confessed to it and a confession is so very important i mean also confession audio you can't that's not enough evidence to convict someone I would also add, Robbie, like, again, are it's just, you, are you lying to me? I, it's just empty. Again, it's just emptiness. Like there's not even good, like uh, 
they take a it makes me so mad because mother simpson was great mother simpson's a great episode with one of the best endings ever in the simpsons and then they take it and they go oh isn't it that perfect thing we made let's kind of let's sully it a little bit and her the the her you know fighting germ warfare is really is a real was a really smart decision that was a really because it's a serious thing that you would absolutely get arrested for, absolutely go to jail for, but is 100% sympathetic. No one, I guess no sane person, would be upset about a person who's trying to disrupt biological warfare. It's cruel and terrible. And no, only Mr. Burns could be against it. Exactly. So it's it's a perfect invention. It's a perfect thing for Mona to be on the run from. And this episode is like, nah, we'll just let's just erase it away and have it instead. She gets a, she's getting now getting arrested for forging her name on a national park register. No one cares. I could literally. Like, dr- I feel like in order to actually uh, hit that, uh, not hit that, but uh, to prove that they would have to find those registries and prove that she did it. Even if they, even if they had every single case of it, Matt, they wouldn't care. You know, not even a, not even if a millionaire told them, "Oh, look, do uh, do something about this," they would go, "I don't care." Uh-huh. They want to do it, and like, and that's a, again, it's just every aspect of this construction fails. You have to convince your audience this is a serious matter. If she's going to prison over it, you can't just construct some garbage out of nothing. You have to actually make it meaningful. It matters. This all matters. And they clearly don't care. So uh, Homer's sad. Lisa is upset because this episode's terrible. She frankly, like Lisa is basically me at this point. Lisa is like almost literally says she's like, well, yeah, they we she got out of jail. She got like uh, uh, acquitted of her crime. And now she's right back into prison. Isn't that stupid? And I'm like, yeah, Lisa, that, you're right. You're what you are correct. That's really dumb. It's a waste. Um. So Homer's gonna break her out of prison. Great idea. <laughs> Homer, these plans always work so well for Homer. Yeah, this is a great idea. So Homer's gonna break her out of prison by himself, I, I guess. Um, so he also... I forget this, Matt. Homer, it's Homer and Bart that are at the, on the highway messing with the road sign, correct? Yes. Where does Bart go? I don't believe we see him again because, and then we have this, <laughs> become a little bit Robbie. No one cares. He just vanishes. Bart vanishes because it's just Homer on the bus when the bus stops because if they make the change the road sign. Bus stops. Homer gets onto the bus, steals the bus, drives away. Uh, then we get Mona and Homer on the bus. Take care, ladies. I'm sure you can make it back to the prison on your own. We will. You're all right, Donut Breath. You're like the son I never killed. Mom, I'm gonna hide you where there's no one around for miles. Disney's California Adventure. Homer, get out now and no one will ever know you're involved. No, you're my mother and I won't leave you. If you stay here, you'll be abandoning your family the way I abandoned you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That did mess me up pretty bad, but I'm not gonna leave you. I see you've made your choice. I love you, Homer. Oh, that's lucky. Go, Bramble! Briars! Nettles! Thorns! Granny to the man, 
Granny to the man. This is the man. I think it'd be a gas if you turned that magic bus around and kept on trucking to our pig pan. I don't know what you're saying, but I am not turning back. Then listen to me, lady. The only way you're getting off this mountain is in a box or a funicular. What about a hot air balloon? Yeah, pipe down, Jules Verne. Once again, the cops are the best part of this episode. Clever dialogue. Yeah, cl- pipe down, Jules Verne. That's good. That's that's some funniness in here. Jokes? Remember jokes, Matt? I remember when jokes had, were, you know, at least somewhat applicable to the plot. Um, so Mona has a, takes a stun gun shocks homer he is throws him out of the bus he lands on a roadside mattress which then slides through brambles hilarious mona talks to i wrote quimby down because i'm an idiot wiggum and refuses to give up okay matt Hmm. mona is an old lady right correct like how old is mona let's see homer is 37 God, I'm 37. Uh, so Mona is probably, she had probably had Homer pretty young, let's say less than 25. So we're talking probably upper 50s, lower 60s. Okay. I mean, she's a hippie. That's a, it throws this all off because the, obviously this is, this episode's already right. taken, this episode is season 15. So it's already like seven years after uh, her original appearance when she was already a, a hippie, which means that she was at least 18 during or at least a like older teenager to her early twenties in the in the late sixties. Mm-hmm. Now she's at Woodstock, so I don't you know who knows. Um, regardless, at least sixty years old. She's an old lady. Mm-hmm. She refuses to give up. So she's driving a bus, and they're on like 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 a a mountain, a cliff area. We don't know where they are. We don't ever under like we don't really get a spot. They're just on the highway, and then they're suddenly on a mountain with like narrow mountain roads on the edges of cliffs. And then Mona drives the bus off of a cliff into some water, like you do, convenient water. The and we're all see- we don't see Mona at any point at this point. We are basically Homer. We are the the audience has has fallen back. The camera is with Homer watching him react homer and the rest of the family is there all of a sudden because of course they are watch homer react to the crash bus goes off a cliff into water sinks we get some smart dialogue some funny dialogue from some wiggum about oh we were looking for survivors then the bus explodes and then a cliff collapses onto the bus in the water right and again I don't know if sorry if this is one of your clips, but Wiggum is the best part of this because he goes, "All right, uh, we we don't know what's happened. This is a rescue operation." And then uh, I believe the bus blows up or something. He says, oh, now it's a salvage operation. Then the cliff collapses. Like, uh, all right, we'll see you guys tomorrow at ten. Again, dark comedy at its finest. It's the only thing you can salvage from this episode because huh, the Mona. I see what you did there. <laughs> yes. So there, there is uh, Mona's dead. Really super dead, obviously, right? Because mm-hmm. yep. she's an old lady driving this bus. Oh, it- okay. Actually, Robbie, Robbie, let's let's be clear. If we're saying that Glenn Close, as the actress providing the voice, is is basically a stand-in for Mona Simpson, I believe Glenn Close could get out of there. I'm pretty sure Glenn Close could kick both our asses. So You're I think we have to incorrect. give her at least a little bit of credit. You are incorrect. 
I don't know. Glenn and Close she, is pretty, uh, pretty tough. She'd be she'd she'd beat us in an acting competition. But I'm gonna be frank here, Matt. I'd beat the crap out of Glenn Close in a fight. All right, I'm not even that trained. Okay, guys. So our trivia contest for this season is <laughs> no. the loser has to <laughs> no. face Glenn Close no. in hand to hand combat. I don't want to. I don't want to beat up Glenn Close. I love Glenn Close. She's a she's a she's a she's a, she's a national treasure. That's she's true. a national treasure. Uh, but Mona's definitely dead, right? She has to be. She just was in a bus that flew off a cliff and then it exploded and a, a cliff collapsed on it. Um, so Homer's really sad. Uh, he's at a they they we cut to a funeral of of, of Mona where there's no one else there except the family not even the pastor no reverend lovejoy's not there there's nothing uh but we get a tomb we get a comedy tombstone shot and then uh mona's casket rolls down a hill yes although we will find out that it wasn't actually her in well, there no yeah it's just trash it's homer's garbage and then there's also a i i should mention this because frank grabs is one of my favorite characters in uh, all of fiction forever uh they just make a good frank grimes joke where homer kicks over his tombstone um it's fine if this episode was better i'd probably think it was funny so we uh we cut back to the simpsons where homer is now convinced his mother's still alive and he's gonna find another message he's looking through the newspapers and we get the end of the episode I couldn't sleep because I thought there might be a sign of my mom in one of these articles. They never did find her body. Then what was in the coffin? Last week's garbage. I missed the pickup date. But it doesn't matter because my mom is alive, see? I am okay. Get it? I am okay. Okay, homie. If it makes you feel better, I think your mom's all right, too. Hey, as long as we're thinking about her, Grandma's still alive. Come on, big guy. This will help you get to sleep. Homer, your mother loves you. I escaped from the bus the moment before it plunged off the cliff. I then hitched a ride from a nice young couple. We had lunch at a lovely diner. They had clam chowder, Rhode Island style. I never knew there was such a thing. And the crackers kept on coming. Matt, I have a serious question for you. Mm. Is this, like, an Andy Kaufman, like, prank? If not, the writers have a lot of explaining to do, because it really seems like it. This feels very much like this is, like, them... I Here, I wish it was, but I know it's not. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be lovely if this if this was like a, a like a, a, a problem is like this isn't a this isn't just a single episode. This is this is observable behavior for many episodes over the past season. Even just even just last season, you know, even if we're discounting the Scully years, this is observable repeated repeated behavior. I'm not going to just take their word for it that this is a purse intentional or something. They literally end the episode. With with Mona eating Rhode Island clam chowder with a random couple, and her last line of dialogue is, and the crackers kept on coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That is... And she escaped from that bus, by the way. She did, indeed. I'm assuming before the rocks hit. Why 
why why why are we having this old lady be an action hero you remember mother simpson Mm -hmm. where she was just a regular little old lady she was just a regular old lady and the powerful part of that episode was had nothing to do with her being able to escape through like some crazy action sequence the powerful part was her making a very hard decision because she thought it was better for the safety of her family. That was the impactful thing about Mother Simpson. Mm-hmm. And gen- generally, the powerful things are not going to be wacky action sequences. They're going to be choices made by your characters. What is the choice that Mona makes in this episode? Um... The, the choice she makes is to confess her crimes in an open setting. I, it's, I just, it's just, it's very frustrating. This episode's empty. It's pointless. It's a, it's a gimmick. It is literally made to, for a commercial. It is made so that they can cut a minute long commercial that it, that it has an announcer with this announcer voice going tonight on the Simpsons. Mona is back. And now she has secrets, and now the, and then they have some fake cliffhangers in there to get people to watch The Simpsons that night. Instead of making good quality art, they make garbage that you can easily make a commercial out of. Uh, there, you should not. I don't know why on earth they thought. You, you know what, Mother Simpson? That's a great episode with Mona, and it was such a poignant ending with Homer just sitting on the hood of his car, just staring out in the stars. It's beautiful honestly beautiful like it's a masterful even you know what we should what's you would think there'd be discussion about like well we shouldn't bring mona back unless we can at least try and compete with that you know like try and have a moment or have an episode at least that has something as cohesive and as impactful even if it's not as impactful at least something at least try for that at least have some character growth or depth or anything but instead it's Oh, she came back because she saw a pencil holder. We have an entire courtroom scene that doesn't matter. She goes back to prison because she forged her names out of a national park. There's a there's jokes about Homer letting convicts out for no reason. And then we get a, a big physical comedy gag with Mona, a grandma. Like, where, like, how does no one say anything at any step along the way? Say, this is a bad idea, guys. Maybe we should write a better episode for Glenn frickin' Close. I mean, that would be nice. That would I, like, be something that she deserves. Exactly. Like, let her... I, 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 this episode's very bad. Hey, Matt. This episode's very bad. Hmm. It's a very bad episode. It is. It's a very bad episode. So I'm not even bothered to ask. Robbie, how would you fix this episode? Whoa, wait a second, Matt. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. I w- your idea, Matt, was great. It's a great idea. Great idea. Well, thank you, Robbie. Wonderful, I appreciate wonderful, that. Wonderful. Uh, beautiful. With complications and, there, you know. And characters having to make hard moral decisions. Subversions. Like, ways, like, the way, of, you know, we have uh, you, the, the, the very fact you introduced Marge being the person that has to break the news to Homer, has to make that decision as well. And, like, you could even have it so I have here, I have a subversion for your subversion where Marge is the one that catches Mona 
corners her, tells her, what are you doing? And Mona, you know, confesses like, no, I now that I've been let off of my crime or now I'm a free woman, basically, I've realized that it's not just that I was running from. I was running from family life where I'm not I just can't live this way, you know, and and Marge begs her to come back. Moses and I can't. And Marge has to go back and break the news to Homer. And right before he does, Mona reappears and tells him. And maybe she fabricates something so that she doesn't hurt her son's feelings. Oh, so that we still get we protect. He, she protects Homer, but she uh, and maybe and maybe we get a sigh from Marge or a quick glance between the two. Something that makes us understand all the, these complicated things and how people are complicated and how it's how how it deepens these all these characters that we love and maybe it's not as poetic or beautiful as that original ending of mother simpson but it's it's at least something and it at least adds depth and nuance if i need to if i have to if you're making me bring mona back i think that's a good way to do it having cartoonish burns and sending her back to prison and prison escapes it's stupid here i'm gonna say it stupid like what you you can't not apply just like your rant like if this is such even more evidence of Jim just like oh we have a template uh first first act unrelated garbage second act filler third act random crap action sequence that doesn't that applies even less than normal this is a grandma this is not this is not uh Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson you're not aping anything there's there's no like war f- film parody action sequence you're using. This is just random crap for the sake of it. <sighs> and here's the other thing, Matt. Homer doesn't even realize that Mona is uh, still alive. That's true. He doesn't see that newspaper at the end. Only the audience sees it, which is probably for the best. I again, and and I mean, they bring Mona back multiple times to try and wring more, I don't know, juice from the Half orange. Of- Yes, that doesn't it doesn't really happen. I I I I don't really remember the the later ones, but I hope they're better than this. Uh except it's absolutely broken. They could easily have made it better, but they didn't. They just went, "Oh, let's we need an episode. Let's throw it out there." Uh, no pride. Someone I uh, uh, I I should ask this, Matt, um that apparently Al Jean in the, the uh, one of our listeners alerted me to this. Um, Al Jean in the director's commentary for one of the season 14 episodes said they are proud of season 14. Wow. I'm like, I, I think that's the really frustrating thing. And I think that's, it, it's a, it's a thing that's frustrating for a lot of fandom when you encounter things that are weaker or bad, even parts of like, I, you know, it, you know, where you get the, the the feelings of like well i love the simpsons but i also hate some of these episodes as we're watching them and you know what would help just like the creators just once in a while saying yeah it wasn't great it's okay we make a lot of them it's really hard work like just admitting sometimes things aren't good that's okay i just but they never say that they say oh well it's our job and i'm i'm proud i'm like you're proud of the v's this you took a academy award winner and you made her talk about crackers? And that's supposed to be a poignant moment that rivals the end of Mother Simpson? What? I mean, and, yes, uh, but I don't uh, see that uh, actually happening. Also, the thing, Matt, this, it just keeps unraveling. The more we talk about this, she, how does she put all that stuff in just the first line? How long is that story in the newspaper where she's filling in all these details about crackers? Is that, that can't, is that their joke? I don't think it is. 
I would hope, but I can't promise anything. <sighs> Matt. Oh, Matt. Matt. I'm sorry, Robbie. It's, it's the best I can do. You, your idea is great. I think it would fix this episode. Unfortunately, we don't have a time traveling device, so we can't do that. But a time machine, let's say, won't work. We will rank this episode at the end of the show. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments with the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Um, I have some more bad news for you, Matt. Uh-oh. Because this episode was overwhelmingly enjoyed and rated highly. I saw that in the notes, but I didn't believe it. I thought you were fooling me. No, it's a, a five out of five. Got a 30... 30, almost 33 percent four to five 40 percent so that's looking at we're at roughly 73 percent nearly three quarters of the audience on this simpsons fan news group this forum nohomers.net forum thinking this episode was good to great how about that i don't it feels like did, did, like is this like a mind freak is this like chris angel like going like trying to like do street magic on you like pulling like thinking this episode. i don't know what people are watching I got here. I got some reviews. Man, I pulled a couple of them. Uh, first one episode started out good with jokes like Maggie playing with a rat and the line. This counts as a bath. I didn't like uh, the start of the Homer hugging a bum like but it was saved. The Homer hugging a bum joke would have saved when Homer stole his wine. I liked all the jokes in this episode. I thought it was sad when Homer lost his mom again and when he didn't get to read the last message she sent to him. I'm expecting not to like this episode because I absolutely hated Treehouse of Horror 14. But I love this episode. Five out of five perfect now it's a five out of five flawless five no. out of five not a, not a flaw next one four out of five i thought they did a good job my only gripe like many others is how poorly the ending was handled i wish they had ended at the point where we see homer your mother loves you in the paper judge snyder had me laughing out loud with his lines give me a break my wife divorced me this morning oh and the shot at leto when uh -huh. homer had his crappy headlines on the black bristol board was classic stuff mm -hmm. classic mm -hmm. four out of five uh then finally uh here we go. Two out of five. Terrible, terrible, terrible. How could anyone consider this good? I thought it was really bad. Sure, it didn't completely ruin Mother Simpson, but some people will say it did. You liked it more than I did. Crap. This was crap. Ken Brockman had the only funny parts. Erection instead of election was low, even for Fox in 2003. Disappointing. Wow. All right, then. It's closer. Closer to our thoughts, I believe. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. <sighs> and that that's the other crazy thing that just more thoughts other crazy thing is all the creators all they ever talk about is how people were always so mean to them on the internet how they always talked about how bad episodes were right this episode is genuinely terrible most of these people on this simpsons forum very popular still work still running today loved this episode when it came out loved it thought it was great well, yeah i i think so the problem is a lot of people have this issue where when you criticize something they create, they take it as a personal offense. And I think that happens to a lot of people, especially creatives, people who create something wonderful. And I understand I, I can I can completely understand why they feel that way, but they can't let it be personally. At some point, if someone just hates everything you do, yeah, that person's a jerk. But if someone looks at a legitimately bad thing like this and says, this is not good, you could have done better. You can either read that and take it as criticism or you can ignore it. Those are the only two ways to stay sane. And I feel like the writers who say things like, oh, yeah, all, all anyone ever did on the Internet was, uh, you know, make fun of us and say we did bad things. No, they gave their opinions and you decided to take them 
as gospel that that person hated you just because they didn't like something you made. And as you're pointing out, that's still not even the case most of the time. I really don't know what the writers are talking about. I don't know. It, it's – I um, – we can move on. <laughs> Thank so, goodness. Our next segment is time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is what is your favorite Trios of Horror quote? There's so many good ones. This is a tough question. I had my own. I had some difficulty myself. Uh, first, Malix. Uh, Bart. Uh, Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. He was the zombie? <laughs> Classic. Uh, from Joshua. Probably one of these two from King Homer. Uh, Carl. Hey, I heard we're going to Ape Island. Lenny. Yeah, to capture a giant ape. I wish we were going to Candy Apple Island. Candy Apple Island? What do they got there? Apes. They're not so big. Or from the reporter what kind of show you got for us mr burns well the apes are going to stand around for three hours or so then we'll close the ethnic comedy of duggan and dershowitz almost dugan and dershowitz. dugan oh excuse me i guess that is the it is a dum dum dugan i mm-hmm. should i should know my dum dum's still alive matt how's that work uh i believe he is mostly a life model decoy and the actual dum dum dugan is in suspended animation somewhere i'm glad at least you have that information because i don't i i i um, you, you would you were the person who would have that, that information. That was from the episode that that well, that was from the series from a few years back where he led a series uh, a group of monsters uh, that were you know fighting for shield. So it might have changed since then. Is that Monster Island or no no Kaiju. I don't remember what it was that called. was the mo- the monster uh, event with uh, what's his face? Yes, it was part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was all right. Ooh, that was a bad event. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. uh, next from Lauren kill my boss do i dare live out the american dream uh from david hmm two bucks and it only transports matter um well uh i give you 35 cents uh from timothy at timothy burleson okay if it'll end horror uh from vicky at vivola 13 would you kindly pass me a donut donut what's a donut it's raining again uh, from Adam at Low Pain Five Hundred One, uh, from Vampire Burns. Well, if it isn't little, um, boy, from Ooh, boy, uh, from I'm doing my best, man. From AJ at uh, Wasis Casts. Why you little raven it is always a solid pick for me, but I also loves Homer, Homer's realization after killing Zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. Uh, Ion Simpsons at Ion Simpsons. But tonight I say we must move forward, not backward. Upward, not forward, and always twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. Another solid, reliable. From Allison at Amethyst twelve fifty eight. Lousy smart weather. <laughs> might be might be short and sweet, but I still say it every time it's colder than it should be. Uh, from uh, Essential Worker Lab, Abby at Energy Turtle. I guess you could say we ate Uter, and he's in our stomachs right now. From Jessica at Jessica Ruiz 1. There's so many, especially from Canyon Kodos, but being a fan of Poe, I love Nevermore, 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 when the raven goes around Homer's head, but I like you, son of a Grinch, from the Dr. Seuss parody. Gets me every time. This question is so hard. I agree. Uh, from Chris at Ciliato. Wanna get sued? Good one. Uh, from Lauren at El Combi 88. Here's Johnny! And then David Letterman. 
Uh, I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Morley Safer. I'm Ed Bradley. All this and Andy Rooney did nine. There's a lot of minutes. these from a Trios of Horror. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a. It is number one on our rankings, Matt. To be fair, and for a reason. Yeah, from Sean and Real Sean Smith. Uh, there, there, Hugo. All that time up here. Why you probably never seen your own face in the mirror? And then Hibbert punches him through the frame. Uh, Brian aboard ATX. When when Marge finds out Homer and Lisa. When Marge finds out Bart and Lisa let Hugo loose. I am very disappointed and terrified. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, from James, uh, here, Matt. We got it. We're gonna we're gonna double team this one. This is good. Uh, you see where I'm at? Uh, hold up. I think it's the uh, wow. Okay. Uh, owner and Homer. You're gonna be on, you're gonna be the owner. Okay. All right. You ready? <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. Take this object, but beware! It carries a terrible curse. Ooh, that's bad. But it comes with a free frogert. That's good. The Frogart is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. That's bad. Can I go now? To be fair, nothing has ever been shown. The potassium benzoate is that wrong in low doses. It's all about the dose. <laughs> That's everything, though, Matt. Everything True. in low dose is probably fine for you, except for, you know, terrible poisons. Finally, from Q, Shelley. Uh, this is a tough one, but there's so many good ones. But I think I have to go with no TV and no beer makes over something something. Mm-hmm. go crazy don't mind if i do gets me every time what's your answer matt uh my answer is also from treehouse of horror five dad look television teacher mother secret lover urge to kill fading fading rising fading come family let's all sit and i'm gonna make sure i get this exactly right in television's warming warm glowing warming glow i'm i no TV and no beer make Homer something something. Yeah. I, I can't not pick it. I can't. The shinning is the best. No TV, no beer makes Homer something something. Mm-hmm. I can deal with no TV or no beer, but there are a few things that would make me go crazy. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has No those. internet's usually the big one. Yeah, no air conditioning, no, much even worse. Oof, no AC. Oh my god. No no AC and no internet make Robbie something make Robbie something something. 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 Uh, next week's question what is your favorite Homer quote it's a hard one very hard choice very tough but this is like we're gonna do we're doing greatest hits this season yes we're doing the the hardest questions all quotes we're gonna have a we're gonna do a gauntlet run basically I'll post this on all social media Twitter uh, at Simpson Show Pod on our uh, Patreon which is patreon.com slash the Simpson Show you do not have to be a supporter to answer it there and you can also email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. Next up, Matt, it is time once again for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, and one hard and try and stump the other. Matt has a one-point lead on me this season already because uh, he's a monster. That's my default answer. Let's- I mean... I'm okay with that. Yeah, I know you are. What's my easy question, Matt? Your easy question. What dental item does Lisa need in last exit to Springfield? Lisa needs braces. You are correct. Dental plan. Matt, your easy question. You already answered this today, so I know you know the answer. Oh, wow. It's almost like I did it on purpose. Almost. In Mother Simpson, what brings Mona back to Springfield? Uh, Homer's... This purported death after he fakes his death to get out of, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, volunteer work. 
That is correct. Your medium question. What TV psychologist appears on Smartline with Homer in Last Exit of Springfield? Joyce Brothers? You are correct. Yay! Hurrah! <laughs> I brought my own mic. <laughs> Forgot you said that. Uh, that's fun. Your medium question, Matt. The highway Lenny and Carl are cleaning at the beginning of the episode is maintained by who? Maintained by who? Meaning, uh, I mean, Burns is standing in front of this sign. It says it's maintained by who? Oh, hmm. I mean, I'm just going to go out and guess and say uh, the nu- nuclear or nuclear power plant employees. I'm sorry, Matt. Aww. The answer is Burnzodyne, the profit people. Burnzodyne. Okay. It's Burnzodyne. Zodyne. Okay. Fair That's enough. my hard question, Matt. Your hard question for this week. What is the full name of the union that Homer is a member of? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I got nothing. <gasps> wow. Okay. Uh, this is, this is nice. I like this given up easily. Uh, inter- the International Brotherhood of Jazz Dancers, Pastry Chefs, and Nuclear Technicians. Yeah, I don't, I knew it was a long thing with, with other weird non-related jobs, but I couldn't name any of them. So what, what, what am I going to do? All right. Your hard question, Matt. According to her fake ideas, what other states has Mona Simpson lived in? There are five, oh God. there are okay. five of them. Five. Okay. Um, what other? I I know one of them is Tennessee. Uh, wait, is it Tennessee? Definitely Missouri. Definitely Alaska. L.P. Olson, Muddy May Suggins. Uh, I hear you clicking over there. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go with Tennessee, Alaska, Missouri. I'm gonna say Kentucky because that's that's supposed to be the state they live in, and. I got nothing. That's all I got. Well, Tennessee, Alaska, Missouri. The other two states, Matt, are Wisconsin and Ohio. Ah, freaking Ohio, of course. Damn state. What's wrong with Ohio? Oh, Ohio knows what it did. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Did you, have you ever Uh, been to Ohio? I've been to Ohio at least twice now. Is it, what, did something bad happen? Like no, no. I just know a lot of people from Ohio, and I, I want to make them mad, even though they don't even listen to this. I have nothing. Uh, any listeners that live and live or have lived in Ohio, I have nothing against your state. I've never been there. That's true. My 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 uh, quarrel is mainly with Zanesville. If you live in Zanesville, well, what you you people can keep your damn Y bridge already. <laughs> okay. Wow. I might. I do might have an issue with Cincinnati chili, but. That's Cincinnati. Ugh, uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's not even chili. That's a weird dessert with beans in it. <laughs> I mean, it's spaghetti with weird. It's like a weird spaghetti. I don't know. It's probably it's not that it's I don't I don't think that I, I hear my complaint with Cincinnati chili. Not that it tastes bad, but they ins- insist on calling it chili. I think that's my complaint. That's true. Yeah, I don't I don't mind eating Cincinnati chili. I mind the fact that they. it's just guys, it's spaghetti. You have spaghetti with meat sauce and beans on it. Like, I don't know what... And, like, and cinnamon! Ew! Eh, cinnamon's fine in chili, in no, general. Whatever, you can't taste it most of the time, Matt. You're 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 just... It's all in your head. Sure. Guess what, Matt? What's that? I've taken the lead again. Ah! Oh! So I don't know, burns the dine. Uh, you're... You've done this to yourself, alright? Mm-hmm. You 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 answer all my questions. I gotta step up my game. That's how it works. Apparently, 
It's like this. I'm like the uh, adaptive difficulty level in video games. You know, like regardless of wherever you go in your video game, it's just going to get harder because you've leveled up. I mean, unless there's no scaling. I just clown on everything. No, no, no. I'm I'm full on scaling. We're not. This is not power fantasy. All right. This is hard. This is a hard simulation. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as you watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Or not. Or not, in some cases. Like this one, let's say. Okay, the question I guess, Robbie, is does this go in our bottom 20? And I'm thinking yes, because... Not only is this episode bad, it just should not exist. Mm, yeah, it's I, I, my question, honestly, is do we want to take off extra points because it sullies the, our memory of Mother Simpson? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, well, here, I will say this. It is better. I can say 100% it is it, it Saddle Sword Galactica is better than this episode, which is at number 273. Which is not quite the bottom 20, but is nearly at the bottom 20. It's close, yeah. I mean, I would definitely agree with that. Okay. I'm actually looking somewhere around... I would probably look somewhere around like 286, 287 with Brawl in the Family, Dude, Where's My Ranch? Ones that just not only are bad, but make you think worse of a character. And, and those are there because they mainly think us, make us think bad of like, core family members. But Homer's mother was a big deal we hadn't seen her until mother simpson and it was played by a very famous actress and just it's a very important character and they have just freaking wrecked it yeah you're saying under what brawl in the family is that what you're saying uh yes under brawl in the family probably above dude where's my ranch i'm not 100 percent on that one though uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really complicated. It's like this episode is just so empty. There's a couple of good jokes in it. That's all I can say that salvages it. There's a couple of good jokes, but it's so empty and so meaningless. And it's not a lot of these episodes down here. Like, I don't know. Tennis the Menace and Pray Anything they're in the parent rap, all that are above that. And they're all also empty. They're also very, like, mean. And I'll say that th- at least this Homer is... Homer himself is mostly very like human and sympathetic because he's mostly just missing his mom and wanting to except protect- for his attacks on blood banks. <laughs> yeah, he does burn down a blood bank, but you know, it's when it's just offhand jokes, I can deal with it a little bit better. Um, it's not against again, it's not against his family. I think I would put it a little bit higher than I think it. I think it's above. I think it's in right. I would put it right, be- like Bart versus Lisa versus the third, probably above bart versus lisa versus the third grade in but me probably below health or shelter i that's i think i would put it a little bit higher i think it's the nonsense in it is at least like it's a little funnier than the stuff at the very bottom yeah that's true at least the cops were actually kind of funny and uh, when you get below like health or shelter there's just there's not even a joke that makes sense in any of those episodes like every attempt at humor is a complete failure and there there were at least some good attempts at humor and even straight out jokes i i don't know i might even put it above health or shelter but right below barding over possibly i don't even remember what barding over is about matt it was the one where Bart was baby stink breath and he met Tony Hawk and. Oh, no, that was terrible. 
It really is. They're, all these are so bad. Um, I mean, this episode's also really bad. Uh, it is. I think this episode's still funnier than Barting Over. Barting Over. I think you're. you're I think that's fine. I'll. I think that's a good spot. Above, right above Barting. You'll Over. allow it. It's again. Like I, I couldn't literally couldn't even remember what what the barring over is about until I looked it up until you reminded me. So you know, I'm not going to get upset. Um, that's my mother, the carjacker, a new number two seventy eight on our list, right below Bye Bye Nerdy, right above Barding Over. But we have one more question to answer, Matt. A new we're in a new addition to this segment. Which I had kind of teased in season fourteen. I think we're gonna make it officially start right now with season fifteen with the new regular episodes of season fifteen. Now that Trios how horror is past us, we're gonna decide you and I if this episode is canon. Well, I think there's a very simple response in this episode. Hell no, no. This is a big no. This is not canon. This never happened. This is this is the Simpsons show headcanon where decided that my mother, the carjacker, doesn't exist. It is as good. It, it might as well be like Simpsons Bible stories. That's all this is. This is fiction that's with, that is contained within the Simpsons universe. But in addition, because we have so many episodes in our back catalog that we haven't answered this question, more, we're going to start answering the question for those two. We're going to do one additional episode as we move along. Uh, we're going to start, and we're going to start at the very top of our list, of our best episode ever list, which is Homer's Enemy, which, yeah, and then probably most of these at the, the top of the list, as we go down, they're going to be yeses, but... Probably. Now, the one thing about Homer's Enemy that I, I want to make a slight discussion of is that it's such a meta episode that if it is canon which I'm pretty sure it should be, but it, it, it almost seems like you have the, the one person in Springfield who who's from our world who sees it for what it is. And, and that makes me a little bit leery of saying, um, I don't know about if this is really canon or not, because it seems like you have imported someone from another universe. That's my only worry about Homer's enemy. No, I, I mean, I think that's the, that's why I like Homer's enemy so much is because it is, it, it, it functions within Springfield without, I don't think you need like the com. That's where the comedy arises in that is very much like, look how like look at over eight years of that show at that point. Look where we've come. Where Homer is he? Look at look at like it, it clearly demonstrate the rules of the Simpsons. And I think that's why I like it so much. It's why I love it. It's why it's my favorite episode is because it's so clearly understands that understands the show so much and can clearly define it in the history and the construct of television and both be really hilarious not make and even though like homer is a bad person functionally in the episode but he's not and that's why it works i think that that's why a lot of the attempts i think through the scully years where they're just like oh homer's enemy works we'll just make homer a jerk and like that's not that's not why homer's enemy is good no that's not the reason. It's not, oh, Homer's just a jerk to some random guy. It's because, you know, it, it's Frank Grimes is a real person and Homer and the rest of the people are. But Frank Grimes is still not real. You know, he still has a ridiculous backstory. You know, he has a, a bunch of hardship in his life. Which is, is you know, par for the course for some Simpsons characters. So that, that part I'm not as you know, worried about. Rest in peace, Grimes. Rest in peace, Grimey. 
But I would, yes, Homer's Enemy is canon. I think it has to be. And Grimy, who never had any kids. Never, yeah. Well, we'll get there eventually, man. It might take a while. You know, we'll make our way down this list. But, you know, this is also a good way to touch on those old episodes that we love and I miss uh, because we've talked about a bunch of terrible ones lately. Yeah. So, My Mother the Carjacker, absolutely not canon. Homer's Enemy absolutely is. Uh, You can find this list at our website. It's the Simpsonshow.com and it's links to all our stuff, to our Twitter, to our Patreon, to our RSS feed. We appreciate anyone who supports us, helps pay for the hosting costs, all that stuff. We really thank you for helping us out over the years. Uh, let's see. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. And my website is RobbieDorman.com, which includes links to all the things I do, all my other podcasts, and my books. You can buy my horror novels. They're on Amazon.com, including my newest novel. The Split Circle, story of an exiled American trapped in an Eastern European town who must investigate a soccer death cult. You can read it for free on Kindle Unlimited. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That is true. I have decided, however, it is my job to pitch in and help out with uh, this whole disease thing. So uh, as we saw in many episodes of The Simpsons, uh, I will be shrinking myself down to microscopic size to go inside each individual person's body and fist fight individual virus molecules i will be ripping them off of your cells individually so if you have any questions or anything feel free to just talk into yourself and eventually the message will reach me as i am a wash in virus parts uh, i'm robbie and i'm matt and keep watching the simpsons Shh.